Welcome back to another edition of the podcast. I'm your host, Michael Pagani, joined alongside Ontario Reign defenseman Jacob Doty. Jacob, how are you today? I'm doing great. How are you? Great. I'm doing great. Thank you again for coming on. No worries. Uh, glad to be here. You know, lots of people have been watching Tiger King, Ozark, and Outer Banks. You know, basically a lot of Netflix shows. Uh, what have you been doing during quarantine? Um, got one our sixteen-month-old uh, son, so I've been chasing him around. Um, got a nice little home garage set up, so working out, and then at night, um, just finished True Detective last night. Actually, so watched all three in all three seasons of True Detective, and. Um, Watch Tiger King early on in the quarantine. So, um, yeah, I've been getting my TV in, too. Do you, have you ever watched the sports that have returned, such as auto racing and NASCAR and soccer with Bundesliga? Um, no, I haven't. Uh, I just kind of been keeping up with it on Twitter and stuff. I haven't sat down to actually watch any of the sports. But, um, you know, maybe might try and catch a soccer game here this weekend coming up. Uh, actually, I guess I should say I watch, I've been watching the UFC fights. Oh, yeah, UFC has returned. How yeah. surreal is it to have, you know, like you can literally hear the punches and the impact of the punches now without the fans? I know, it's pretty crazy. Um, Yeah, it's been interesting to watch. Uh, you know, it's different seeing the fighters walk out with no fans and stuff. And like I said, hearing the contact of the punches and kicks has been kind of a crazy, crazy experience. But, um, you know, I, I kind of like that stuff. So that's all right with me. Now, let's get into your story here. Uh, who influenced you to start hockey? Um, you know, I, I would have to say just the local junior team where I grew up, um, Billings, Montana. Um, at that point, it, it was called the America West Hockey League, which was, um, you know, the tier one junior at the time. And my parents just started going to those games. And when I was old enough, uh, I started going to those games myself. And then, you know, I just kind of took off from there, uh, started skating and um, I'd say I'd say that's uh, the junior team, and then you know when I was old enough to pick my favorite players, those guys on that junior team. So um, I'd say those were my influence. Like you said, uh, you grew up in Montana. What sports team team or teams did you cheer for? Uh, my favorite hockey team was the Avalanche. Um, so they're eight hours away, um, and then baseball. Uh, I like the Mariners. Actually, they're pretty close. So. I uh, don't really have a favorite football team, but those are kind of the the popular picks in Montana, being we don't have our own major sports teams. So uh, those teams that are close seem to be the most popular. Was there a player growing up who you wanted to model your game after? Joe Sackick, for sure. Uh, he's definitely my favorite player. Um, you know, I didn't, <laughs> didn't end up being like him all that much but you know uh, I'd say he was my biggest influence by far my favorite player growing up and uh, you know I just thought he was so fun to watch um, played hard for being a guy that wasn't very big and um, you know so definitely definitely my favorite player uh, and Peter Forsberg was awesome Patrick Waugh played a lot of fire and um, you know so just anyone on those avalanche teams um, in the early or mid 90s I should say were were a big influence for me what is it like for you growing up as a kid to now see like Sakic in a GM role or, you know, Wa in an advisory role with teams? Uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, you know, I, obviously those guys have uh, great hockey minds and, you know, anybody who plays that long, like those guys did, um, you know, I think they're suited very well for those roles that they're in. Obviously Joe Sack's done a really good job in, um, in Colorado and, 
you know, that I think they've got a contending team there and, um, you know, they should be good for years to come. Would you be able to speak upon your road uh, to where you are today? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, it's been long, windy, uh, lots of stops along the way. Um, you know, I started out in the WHL, um, played four years in the dub, and then kind of bounced around between um, the American League and the East Coast League a couple of years over in the UK, or a year and a half in the UK, I should say, uh, back to the East Coast, and then, you know, scratched and clawed my way back in the American League this last season. So uh, it's been a wild ride. I'm going into my seventh year pro whenever whenever the season does start. And, you know, it's, uh, if I must say myself, it's longer than I thought I'd be playing when I was a little kid. So, you know, I'm just enjoying each day, uh, each season as they come. And um, it's been fun. Did you ever reach the Memorial Cup with the 2013-14 Medicine Hat Tigers? No, we uh, we ended up losing in the conference finals to Edmonton, and they they actually ended up going on to the Memorial Cup that year. So, um, you know, we I think we lost in f- maybe five or six game five or six. Um, but you know, we had a good run. We it was fun because you know, is uh, one of the only playoff runs. I've my two years in Medicine Hat are the only playoff runs I've been on in my hockey career, which is kind of crazy to say, but. Um, you know, it's that was a great time in my life. Um, I love Medicine Hat, love Seattle, and uh, you know, I think back fondly of those days. What do you? How do you cherish those memories? Uh, you know, I, I love I loved everything about junior hockey. Um, you know, both Seattle and Medicine Hat. Um, I think I I, I talked to a lot of my former teammates um, in junior. You know, there's a handful of us still playing. Um, some guys at university and some guys that are just working. So, uh, you know, I talked to a handful of those guys still and um, we keep in pretty good contact. Um, and we're these guys from Medicine Hat are trying to get together at some point soon here. So hopefully we can get that done. Like you said, you basically had to uh, scratch and crawl uh, your way back into pro hockey. Uh, does going undrafted provide any motivation for you? Um. Yeah, I mean, I'd say a little bit, but at the same time, you know, with the season I had in my draft year, uh, I didn't put up a ton of points. Uh, and just the way I play in general is not, you know, not going to catch your eye that often. You know, I'm more of a grinder and, you know, just kind of do the things the right way, fly under the radar a little bit. So when I went undrafted, it wasn't a huge surprise, but, um, you know, I was able to get a camp invite right after the draft and went to camp in Florida as an 18-year-old. Um, and I, I was just happy with that. Honestly, it's uh, anytime you're going to an NHL training camp is a special thing. And especially being from where I'm at, Montana, hockey's not very prevalent. So, yeah. um, you know, it's I was happy with that. And honestly, an NHL training camp wasn't even on my radar before it actually happened. So uh, it was a pretty cool thing, actually. You, oh, sorry. You started your career in the East Coast with the Alaska Aces. What did it? What did that mean for you? Oh, that was awesome. Um, you know, I wasn't sure what to think. I didn't know if I was going to be staying in Chicago to start the year or go to Alaska. I wasn't too sure. I thought it could have gone either way. And um, you know, when I got told I was going to Alaska, and me and three or four other guys hopped on a flight at 7 p.m. and flew overnight to Alaska, got off the plane, and 
went right into the season. But, you know, I was there till I, I think I played 50 something games in Alaska that year. And, um, you know, it was a great experience for me, you know, kind of broke into pro hockey, got to get my feet wet a little bit, you know, learn the ropes. We had some great veterans on that team that, you know, I picked their brains and learned a lot from those older guys on that team. So, um, Alaska had actually won the Kelly cup, uh, the year before and had a few returning guys there. And, um, you know, so it was great to learn from those guys to start my career. And, you know, I, I had a great time and I think it, you know, kind of set me off, um, into the American league at the end of the year. And the next year I, you know, I had a good base of what pro hockey was about after being in Alaska. And I think it helped a lot. Would you say that the East coast league and the AHL are different play styles? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I'd say the East Coast League is more run and gun, and you know there's lots of chances back and forth, three on two, two on one. You know, um, a lot more special teams. I would say in the East Coast League as well. Um, whether that's to do with refereeing or play style, I'm not sure. But um, you know, I think the American League's more system based, and um, you know, not as offensive and. Uh, faster than the east coast but um yeah I, I mean hockey's hockey at the end of the day but uh they they definitely do have their differences you played three years with the chicago wolves and during that 2015-16 season uh you amassed 163 pims uh, a bit of a goon yourself you know how did you earn that role oh uh, you know what that's something i just started doing when i was young uh i think i was 14 when i got into my first fight and you know Thankfully, it went pretty well, and uh, I kind of decided that I liked to do it. And then I did it through junior as a 15-year-old, um, playing Tier 3. And then into the Western League as a six at the start of the 16-year-old year and did it. And, you know, it's, it's just kind of something I've done since my first fight. And, you know, it's not something I planned on, but, you know, I feel that I'm pretty good at it. I enjoy it, you know, like maybe some guys – that do that, that play that role, don't enjoy it. But I, I thoroughly enjoy fighting and, you know, playing a rough and physical style. So uh, it doesn't bother me at all. Like it does some guys you hear talk about, but, um, you know, it's, yeah, I don't know. There, there's not much else to say. I, I mean, I enjoy doing it and I'm good at it and it's, you know, it's honestly, I wouldn't be playing professional hockey if I, if that wasn't part of my game. So, um, you know, it's it's just kind of one of those things. Like you said, you grew up basically fighting uh, each game. With the enforcer role diminishing, does that diminish you by any means? Um, I don't think so. You know, I've I've definitely had to change the way I go about my summers. You know, I'm trying to get faster. I've dropped, um, you know, 15 pounds over the last couple of years just trying to get faster and leaner and more explosive just to be able to play. And, um, you know, that's something that I feel like a lot of guys that played that style, you know, obviously there's not very many guys that play like that anymore. And uh, for me to be able to keep playing, I definitely had to, you know, put in some extra work to become faster. And, you know, I, I feel like I'm able to play the game, but I've always, I've never been a great skater. Um, so definitely put that work in. Um, you know, I'm in the best shape of my life right now, headed into next season. So I'm excited about that. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens, but I feel like, you know, in a, to be ordered or to be able to play you, uh, you have to be able to skate nowadays. Obviously it's a very fast game and, um, 
you know, so that's just kind of one of those things. If you can't skate, you aren't going to play. So um, that's just kind of come along the past couple of years. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see what happens here. I've, I've had a good summer so far. And, um, you know, with the extended break due to Corona, uh, I think I can capitalize on that and head into next season. You know, feeling good. Do you reach out? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, that's that was it. Do you reach out to the players post game after they fight you? Um, you know, some, some guys, if I fought them a couple times or, you know, um, I've had a few times, like a few guys I've fought a few times, I'll talk to them after the game or, um, that kind of stuff. Talk to them throughout the game, make sure they're all right. You know, no, no injuries and that kind of stuff. But, uh, for the most part, it's just kind of one of those things that stays on the ice. And if you see them after the game, there's no hard feelings. I'm not that kind of guy that holds grudges and, you know, I'm, never going to escalate things off the ice ever with anybody. Um, so I just kind of look at it as part of our job and that's is what it, it is, what it is. You played in one Keller cup playoff game in your rookie season with the Chicago wolves. How did you soak in that moment? It was awesome. Um, you know, as we were uh, playing Utica in the first round, I actually played game one. Um, you know, it was fun as, like I said, Growing up, I didn't think pro hockey was really a possibility for me. So, uh, to be to be playing pro hockey and playing in the play, American Hockey League playoffs was a special thing. And you know, wish I could have stayed in the lineup for the rest of the series, but we ended up losing in Game Five. And um, you know, just kind of one of those things. But it was it was great to you know have a little bit of playoff experience, and um, you know, it's just a good time. During your rookie season, did you have any rookie lap? Uh, rookie lap, like? Like, you know how, um, so with the NHL, or yeah, with the NHL, you know, uh, if they have a uh, rookie, uh, they let them do one full lap around uh, the ice as a little prank to them. Yeah, no, uh, I didn't have anything like that, actually. Um, yeah, we just kind of, because I, I came... Or I started in Alaska, obviously, so we had a handful of rookies. We didn't really do anything like that. And then went to Chicago in February, I think, is when I got called up. So, you know, they were just already into their regular things. So we didn't really do anything like that. How big was the move not only for you but your family in 2017-18 when you went on to the British Pro Leagues? Uh, you know, that was a kind of a – I mean, obviously a big move moving across the world, but, um, you know – my wife, it was just my wife and I at that time, and we were kind of excited to, you know, take a next step in my career. I don't, I, don't, I guess can't really say take, take a step because it's, you know, similar leagues, but to the East Coast, uh, the UK. But, um, you know, it was just fun. We needed something different, I think. You know, I wasn't too happy um, playing in the East Coast League that year, and um, we were just ready for a fresh start and to go to the UK was fun and we really enjoyed our time in Glasgow and, um, you know, it was, it was a good thing for us. We really enjoyed it. How did you hear that the AHO was shutting down for the season? Uh, just went to, uh, the rink one morning, you know, expecting to practice. And we had a note on the board, say meeting in 15 minutes or whatever, what meeting at eight Oh five or whatever. And, um, you know, GM just, came in and said, uh, we're postponed for now and go home, 
quarantine and we'll be we'll be in touch and so we hung around i hung around in la for about i think it was a week um my wife happened to be at home already so i was just hanging out by myself and you know i finally got the call to go home like to our home cities um so i packed up the apartment and drove home and then uh, whenever the season was actually canceled you know it was a month or two after after i got back to montana so it was different thing but um you know everyone was kind of in the same boat but yeah it just we came to the rink to practice one morning and got put on pause so it was crazy crazy things crazy times that must have been such a somber meeting or like you know you guys are just you know the gm walks in he's like yeah well you know we're gonna have to postpone the season we can't play hockey you know you guys can't be around each other right yeah it was it was uh interesting interesting time for sure i think we all kind of knew um you know we heard whispers that that was going to happen anyway so i don't think it was a huge shock to anybody but still um having it actually happen was crazy um different for sure what's a typical game day for you um i think just get up eat breakfast um in ontario we have breakfast at the rink so um i guess get up have a coffee on the way to the rink breakfast pregame skate and then um in ontario you actually drive um we practice out of the king's facility so um you have morning skate there and then drive to the game rink and get a nap in a hotel near the game rink and then have a meal go to the rink and get ready to play so i say pretty standard game day for me nothing no crazy no crazy superstitions or anything for me just kind of relax get a few good meals in and that's it how do you uh, keep busy during a normal off season? Um, you know, I play a little bit of golf, work out, train. Um, now that I have my son, obviously spend a lot of time with him and, um, you know, golf when I can. And that's kind of it. Pretty, nothing to, not much to it for me. Um, stay pretty relaxed, so. Throughout your playing career, who would you say is the best and worst teammate to room with on a road trip? Ooh. Best roommate on the road would be Jordan Bennington. He was my roommate for my parts of the three years in Chicago. We had some good times. He's an interesting character, so he's always got something to say, and you know he, he likes to laugh, so we had some good laughs there. And uh, I've n- never had a bad roommate. I'm pretty easy pretty easy to get along with so um yeah I, I can't say anything bad about anyone well i don't want to feel uh too much about you but what would be your go-to shootout move if you were to get the chance oh man um you know i uh like to come in on the left side you know kind of swoop and a little stick handle fake shot and high glove so that's it Hopefully. no i oh sorry got to look hopefully it's there but yeah that's uh that's my that's what i'm looking for now i hate to put you on the spot here but do you have a funny story to share about your uh, long career oh man that that is putting me on the spot um yeah drawing a blank uh yeah i can't think of anything right now um I'll, I'll uh, try and think of something and get back to you. 
And, uh, well, I mean, last question here. Do you have any advice for aspiring hockey players that may look up to you? Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd say just, uh, you know, put in the work. You have to be willing to put in the work to get what to where you want to be. Um, and, but you have to have fun doing it along the way. So, you know, find a way, find a way to make um, working out or, you know, training fun and, uh, and say enjoy everything about it. Uh, there's no point in doing something you don't enjoy. So I'd say that's the biggest thing for me. Well, I'd like to thank, again, Ontario Rain defenseman Jacob Doty for joining me on today's podcast. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks for having me.